1: did you change that it kind of like
2: no i don't know it was like the beginning it was like the plug is not in all the i
1: like time. it works for me welcome to the family with our special guest
0: Andrew Rivers. Very good. Oh, I, I, yeah.
1: No, it's great. We like to have people introduce
0: throw me, a, Throw me a curveball. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Not a problem.
1: Andrew Rivers and. Andy
0: Ramperhard.
2: And Cassie Schrader.
1: And we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Andrew and Andrew are going to talk about how horrible it is growing up the son of a radio guy <laughs> <laughs> right after this with the family. Stop out to Walser, Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Oh, are you rocking out? Yeah. I love this song. Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. Matter of fact, I was just listening to the Best of Crow. Remember Crow? Yeah. You ever you heard the band Crow? No. They watched like 50 years ago.
0: Okay, well, that but makes uh, sense.
1: Yeah, well, so you know, being 34, you probably wouldn't yeah, know who Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: In. But uh, great rock and roll. Just okay. really, really great. A lot, of really good musicians. You know, but Beastie Boys. Did you ever hear? You know, a, do you know who Dick Clark was?
0: I know of him. Yeah, no. uh, a, a lot of comics make fun of him because his face is droopy. That was <laughs> long dead now. Okay. Yeah. Well, that would explain. He had a stroke. That's <laughs> really good. He had a yeah. Stroke. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good, Andrew. Really good. Nice. Wait, well, he did like the New Year's thing every year. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah American did, right. bands. The band. ball was dropping with his face. Oh my God! Uh, it's so just vicious. Yeah. But it's just
1: hard <laughs>
2: for you to have to sit there and ask, "Do you know who Dick Clark?" Was? Oh, I know. Sure. But I yeah. mean, some,
0: hey. I mean, I hear a lot of names, but I don't know. It doesn't mean anything to me, you know? People, oh, Tom Bernard. You're like, I don't know. It's probably somebody, guy, some guy. Who knows? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly
1: right. Uh, (laughs) Tevin Pittman's another young man that appears on this show. He's a black man in America today, nicest kid in the world. But my daughter asked him about the Beatles, and he goes, Who?
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, that
1: didn't go over well with my daughter my daughter's 30 sure and he's like what tevin's what now 27 something like so that know, sure like that. Yeah. and he then he finally turns her about halfway through the show and he goes they do that one about the little yellow submarine
2: yeah right? <laughs> did they also do uh hey there delilah
1: yeah <laughs> hey there delilah they didn't no, that was <laughs> tom jones yeah. but you know close But in any case, I I just. uh, Have you seen
0: that movie where everyone forgets about the Beatles? Yeah, yesterday. Oh yeah, it's good. Is it good? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's really good. I I I think that's a fun story. So.
1: Well, the kid who plays uh, what was his name? His last name is Patel. Uh, But I can't remember. Himesh Himesh Patel is the actor's name. He's phenomenal. Oh great! Really good. Cool.
2: Is Is he part of the cigar cigar family?
1: The, the Rocky Patel? I don't think so. I think he's from the India Patel. <laughs> Although Rocky Patel is part of the India Patels too, so never mind. Maybe he is. I don't know. He might be. Yeah, knows anything. Maybe Rocky uh, financed the whole thing. He <laughs> sells about eight billion dollars worth of cigars every day. Yes, so. he does. There's a possibility, but uh, it, we had a really nice talk this morning with Andrew on the uh, on the morning show. Andrew Rivers with us in studios at Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday as well. See this? Yeah. It's gonna just. It's Do you want me to answer? It? Yeah, that would be a good idea. Just be like, like, would you leave me alone? I
2: can almost tell by that number that's somebody you don't want to talk
1: to. Oh yeah, I, somebody put my phone number on their website.
0: Jamie. What is your phone number so we can just?
1: Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot for that. Broadcast uh, it. Yeah, just broadcast it over. That's happened before. People, yeah. honestly, I've had people call me on the on the phone, and I mean, they're on the air, yeah, right, talking about, it. yeah, Tom, give me a call, I get a new number, It's seven six three. like, yeah, yeah. The best
2: one though was Bob Seger when he was talking about Kid Rock's new address.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Bob Seger's on the show several years, a few years. ago. I used to work at Capitol Records back in the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. So I would go around the country with Bob Seger and all those guys. Right, nicest guy in the world. So I'm talking to him on a show. He goes, hey Tom, did you hear Kid Rock got a new house? I said, no, no, I didn't hear about it. He goes, yeah, it's really nice, man. It's over there. It's like twelve oh one Grand Avenue. It's, it's I'm like, you realize you just gave out Kid Rock's home address on the air? And He goes, oh man. <laughs> Looks, I know you're comfortable, Bob. Yeah, we've known each other for a while, but uh, you might want not want to give. They
0: forget list. that because they're just chatting with their buddy, you know. Yeah, they're that's just exactly talking, right. man. That's
1: exactly. That was really nice of your dad to call in this.
0: morning. That was fun. I liked that. That was really cool. And it did, made another thing to make fun of. So one of the
1: greatest things in the world is Andrews ridiculing his father all morning long, and then all of a sudden his dad's on the phone. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like I'm in trouble. All right, I'm in trouble now, uh, man. He heard me talking about him.
1: But he's still up in Maine doing his beehives. And yeah,
0: he's. Uh, what is he doing now? Oh, he's making honey. He's making uh, honey. Uh, yeah. And uh, and he's making maple syrup. That's his big hobby now. Right. He right. bought uh, like thirty thousand dollars worth of equipment so that he can make twelve dollars per <laughs> sure. for a bottle of maple syrup, and uh, but he's having fun, and it's uh, exactly. you know, he likes to be uh, alone. Yeah, <laughs> so, he does. No, uh, I know. he absolutely does. Yeah, so it's nice for him to just be, because even when we lived, you know, we didn't live in Seattle. We lived, for, you know, I'm not going to give out the address. Uh, I'm not well, an idiot. 1201 you know, Grand, one yeah. grand, <laughs> grand <laughs> Avenue. He lived next to Kid Rock, but uh, <laughs> right. but uh, but even then we lived, you know, on like a f- dirt road that was like two miles. Like he just always needed a place yeah, to did. get away from everybody. So did. why um, did he I ever get it. on the
1: radio, though? I didn't understand that.
0: Well, you know, it's such a a wonderful business where your employers are very empathetic and and understanding of your. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think. Um, I think after his last contract where, because like we were joking about, there's only seven radio shows anymore, you that's know, because everything yeah. gets syndicated and then they're like, it's Howard Stern and the rest of us, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's I awesome. think he kind of saw awesome. that coming and and yeah. said like, hey, I want to be syndicated, put put me on syndication. Why didn't they? Well, they did. He put it in his contract. I don't know if anyone knows. I don't even know if I'm allowed to tell the story, but it's out there. So he put out... He, Put it in his contract, like you have to syndicate me, and then they did. And he said, "You have to leave me on for six months or whatever. You give me a chance in these new markets." And after three weeks or two weeks, they just pulled him off the air in all the other markets, and they said, "Well, sue us." Why? I don't know. They just didn't want success. This is what is frustrating when, when, when an employee or you know, like. At that point, he had been number one in Seattle for fifteen years, for 15, probably. Forever. And so, yeah. you know, and that was ten years before he retired. And so he he's going, "Hey, I think I know a little bit about this business and where it mm-hmm. might be headed." Right. But you have a program director that has their own, you know, and empathetic towards them too. Like they have their bosses that are breathing down their neck, and they're all oh, these numbers aren't good. And it's the same thing that we talk about with. Um, Radio shows not having comedians on anymore because I unless they are unless they are like movie stars, you know, because they have the the little uh, beepers or whatever that you instead of people writing down their favorite the, shows, the, 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 the they determined the that meter. people tune out whenever a comedian comes on that they don't know or whatever. No, they don't. But it, yeah, but it's it's very silly. So they, God. I don't know. So that again, you go into like. Whoever is running things is is making decisions that maybe the people that are actually uh, that care don't really uh, d- don't don't agree with, and that that probably gets frustrating after twenty five years. And, and also, he's he's just tired, and you know he just wants to spend time away. From, man, a lot of success, yeah.
1: But I will tell you this: these days, the way they measure viewership of television right. and, and radio is ridiculous. Right? It's it's. What they've done now, basically, and I can't talk a lot about it because it's against the rules, but in a certain business now, uh, most people that take part in the ratings, the average household income is Mm $25,000. So what they've done is they've taken diversity. That's the only reason I let JP. Diversity. (laughs) (laughs) Diversity and we have to give meters to poor people, which I agree, but you need a balance. Right. You can't give all of them sure. to the board. Sure, sure. So
0: I yeah, know. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about it. I just have heard a lot of, lot of, uh, you know.
2: Why can't you talk about it?
0: Uh, apparently they,
1: they will. No, it's not an FCC rule. It's a Nielsen rule. If you talk about it, then they pull you off the ratings, which I didn't give a rat's ass. They did anyway. <laughs> I don't care. Our ratings are great and whatever. But well, I just, think
0: the thing is, too, you measure success, not necessarily with the number that they give yeah, you, but exactly. the it's when you run into people in town or when they call you up because they see your phone number on the internet you know that's people trying thanks, to thanks trying Andrew. to give love and where to would you. they find that phone
1: number Andrew? <laughs> let me know yeah, yeah. where that would be you know one thing that's great about that you know talking about bob rivers by the way andrew's father and i are old friends uh, for several years now had a great time hanging out with him four or five different times doing some radio mm-hmm. going to dinner and doing all those things and I, I didn't know. I I swear to God, I did yeah, look at your picture. Yeah. God, he looks a lot that's like Bob funny. Rivers. <laughs> like, well, there's a reason <laughs> yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah,
0: interesting. The but last name gives it away. <laughs> last name gives it away. It's pretty yeah. subtle. Well, you could have been Johnny Rivers. Sure, kid. Joan Rivers. Joan the Rivers. Yeah. I get absolutely. A comedy club in New York one time called me and they go, Are you related to Joan Rivers? And I go, No. And they go, We're just gonna tell people you are anyway. Good. <laughs> I'm like, All right, whatever yeah. gets them in the door. <laughs>
1: well, you look enough like Joan. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a few surgeries. <laughs> About six thousand. Yeah, I did
0: a twenty three in me. And I'm 13% plastic so I, uh, <laughs> uh, didn't know I was uh, didn't know I was related but
1: um... you know it's funny you were talking about you know radio executives and this and they mm-hmm. want they have their deal and you have your deal and sure. blah 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 I've been very lucky because I'm a big person I've got a little muscle mass so yeah I go get the hell away from here I'll kill you yeah yeah I love that yeah. part of my
0: job you know what's interesting is I mean this is the thing too is that uh, I don't remember what my dad's ratings. I'm sure they were still great when Phenomenal. he retired, they but were great. Yep. but towards the end I remember like when he went off air people would come to me at my shows and be like, "What happened?" <laughs> what? That must have And then sickening. like and then like oh, you look on their Facebook page and on their Twitter and it's all these people going, "We want you. We, where Why why would they kick you off?" You know. I know. And it's like you can't measure that with like a little uh meter. N- no, you know the the, the passion no. that you really uh, so I, I mean, but uh, but also they need an effective way and I think that the what they're trying to do, but it maybe not is the best plan I, I don't know.
1: but I don't understand yeah why wouldn't you want funny people on your show?
0: I agree. it's also it's just it's less work for you guys. It's less Thanks you know what I mean like me. it's great. <laughs> you just go, hey let's just have a conversation with this comedian. What is that what that one show does
1: So Andrew, uh write down 5 oh yeah bob
0: to and tom i'm not gonna do they still do
1: that <laughs> cuz i i know tom really boy well,
0: i uh i mean i haven't been on in, in a minute but uh and they were great but it was very funny to me to to go from my dad's show to them where they go so oh. uh we heard you uh did a thing in uh, minnesota and i'm like oh yeah and then they just go back to their laptop and, I'm just like, mm. and I'm yeah, like, i was like uh-huh, be be uh huh uh huh uh huh And then 10 minutes later, oh, anyway, so uh, you ever, uh, we got this story about a prison. You ever been to prison, Andrew? All right, back to the laptop. uh." You know, Tom is actually a good guy. Yeah, and I think. Bob's retired. Yeah, I think that's what, I think I was there like his last year, and it just, he was probably like one foot out the door, like, I don't really care about this anymore.
1: Tom's actually a really good, still call it Bob and Tom, I guess. Right, right. But Tom's a really decent guy, Uh, hung out with him. Several times on mm-hmm. you know conventions or whatever, yeah. Which I never, I never know why I went to convention. I'm not a convention kind of guy. Well,
0: I think it's you hang out with your buddies and you, yeah, you know, you know. But yeah,
1: no, it's. Uh, but I heard that it's like write down five things. Well, what's your job? If I'm writing you, telling you what to ask me, what do you do? Sure. Because I could just go, yeah. hey, you know what I think? Yeah. What do you think, Andrew? <laughs> well, I think that that was really funny, but
0: I mean, yeah. So no well, you have a cat, <laughs> 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 well, okay? <laughs> How did you know that? Is that on the internet? <laughs> <That's> exactly. <laughs> people it. are posting all my information out there. Was it
1: hard in Seattle to, to break into comedy? Most people, because you do look a lot like. Sure. Your dad.
0: Yeah, there's a little. There's just resentment from people, right. but 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 also that is a fun that's a fine lesson to have to go through to really, I I mean, you know, sometimes rejection is direction where, where, you know, you think it's a perceived slight and really they're just telling you that they don't think you're good enough or, or whatever it is, you know, because early on, you're just, you're not great at comedy and people are thinking like, even if you get the 1am spot at the end of the open mic, they're like, well, that's just because your dad's on the radio, oh, you know. God. Now that certainly helped things. Like, I could go on his show and practice jokes, and right. and I could, I, you know, I was related and and lived with a guy that was very funny and had a great, mm-hmm. and and also like. I got to meet Christopher Titus when I was like a month Titus into a comedy. Guy. Well,
1: you opened for him. a lot. Yeah, and you? so now I get I to work so, with
0: yeah. him. So like, yep. so Titus, I met him every year that he would come to Seattle, and because of my dad, I would get backstage passes, even though I was just a comic, just right. an open mic guy. But uh, but Titus would go, oh yeah, keep up. keep doing it, whatever. Yeah, he's a good guy. And then after three years, I was like still a comedian, and and uh, I was hanging out backstage one day, and it's like a thousand seat casino. And he goes, uh, he goes, how are you, You're still doing it? Like, you know, a lot of people tell me they're gonna be a comedian yeah, and yeah, don't do it, true. and you're yep. like still doing it. And I go, yeah, I just worked Rooster T Feathers, this comedy club in Sunnyvale, which is where he started. And he goes, well. I you can't be awful if they hired you that's pretty cool you know
1: oh <laughs> well, that's nice and then um, <laughs> the
0: casino manager comes in and goes hey five minutes to the show time what's the order and he goes you want to do five minutes and i'm like oh my gosh let me change my underwear real quick because oh, right, right. there's a thousand people out there and this is also like six minutes from where i went to high school and uh so it was all these crazy things and then and i realized like as i'm about to go on stage you know Um, First of all, my mom is texting me like, hurry up, the show's about to start. And I'm like, I am the show, you know, (laughs) but I can't text her. And then uh, they're like looking at me like we're going to pull the curtain in one minute. And Titus comes up and he goes, hey, remember, if the audience doesn't laugh, uh don't freak out because they can't do what you do that 's why they 're in the audience and you're on stage and true. I realize he's realizing like i've never heard him tell a joke, yeah, and yeah. I just offered him five minutes in front of twelve hundred people. And Work. so he's like, hey, if it doesn't go well, don't worry about it. You know, he's trying to give me this pep talk or whatever. <laughs> or anti-pep yeah, talk. Yeah, or something, you know, like, hey, just exactly. hang in there if it doesn't go well. And luckily, I wasn't trying to misrepresent myself as a comedian. So it went really well. And I got off stage, and he throws his arm around me and goes, ah, oh, so funny. I got this joke idea and this tag for you. And, and so ever since then, when he comes to Seattle, he would, you know, have me on a show or, uh, or bring me on tour. And so... I've uh, been very lucky to, to work with him a lot. It's terrific. Well, and so right, those are the... But I also have to be funny for that no, to happen. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. And I, and, a, and to keep putting in the work and, and showing up. So, no, you know, history. it'll open some doors, but the doors get shut if you're not good enough.
1: We'll talk about that. We'll take a very quick break. Be right back. More with Andrew Rivers, ladies and gentlemen, Rick Bronson's House Comedy. Tonight, two shows. Tomorrow night, two shows. And a Sunday show as well. Back yeah. in a couple, a couple of minutes with Andrew. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for
3: details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
2: Rock and roll move today. That's good. Rock of Friday. Oh, there you go. She's got her. She's got her Viking shirt on. Oh, started. you do have your Viking shirt on. You're they ready must have to go. They started
0: camp today. Oh, yeah, it's exciting. Are you a Seahawks fan? Yes. Oh, well, you are. Yeah, okay. I'm a big Seahawks fan. Got a hell of a
2: quarterback, man. Yeah, he's pretty
0: good.
1: You might want to tell Marshawn Lynch if you ever see him again, don't, don't spit on children. How about that?
0: <laughs> did he spit on kids? Oh, yeah.
1: Kid walked up and asked for his autograph, and he spit on
0: him. Oh, when did that happen?
1: Uh, Just... Not that long. He probably sweetheart. deserved it. He probably <laughs> deserved it. Yeah, what a sweetheart of a guy! I mean, you know, it'll happen.
0: I think. I think some fans push boundaries. Probably. Oh, I think so. Sure. That. I mean, you know, yeah. people are just calling you up. They're just fans. They want to say hi. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure Andrew. That's not why they're calling <laughs> I'm me. Down. I'm pretty sure. So, they just so, want an autograph. Why you gotta? Uh huh. Uh-huh. He sure. has some
2: serious social anxiety issues. You do? No, he does. Oh,
0: Marshawn Lynch? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I mean, during the Super Bowl, they kept being like crowding him into a corner, and there's Mm -hmm. 50 people around him, and they go answer questions. He's like, I don't know, man. I just run the ball. I don't know. What do you want? And uh, and then they're like, Well, you got to answer questions for three minutes. He goes, I'm just about that action, boss.
1: (laughs) I understand, Andy. Mm -hmm. Andrew and I were talking about the fact that you know his father is a legendary radio guy. Everybody in the business knows them, and I was talking about how how you used to not care much for people when they talk to you about me too. So that that school and stuff. Remember, you say, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I mean I just didn't really see the big deal, so Yeah. Well that's <laughs> that what it is. Yeah. Right. It's just like yeah, I suppose people be too. like, Oh, he's the man. I'm like, Oh, it's just my dad. Yep. Yeah. yeah my dad. People be like, yeah. I listen to your dad this morning. I listen to him every morning. I'm like, cool, a lot of people do. All yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What do you want when me you to do? When you grow up with something, that's <laughs> right. how it is. Yeah. I mean even if you were the mayor, which you should be. No, uh, no. No, but, no, no, no. you know, whatever. It's just you go, Ah, it's the it's the guy, you know? Yep. Well, I
2: mean when You know, I used to take my son to bowl games Mm because I used to work for Go Football. Sure. And um, he would, you know, we'd come home and all his buddies, he'd go back to school and he'd say, Yeah. "Yeah." And the teacher's say, What did you do? And he go, I went to a bowl game. And all his friends would Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he'd be like, Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So what?
0: Yeah. You don't know that it's, I met Ozzy Osbourne in my house when I was like, well, I don't know, like thirteen or something like that. And I, but I didn't know who he was. Oh, you didn't? I was just—he's just a guy that swears a lot, you know. Like I don't. <laughs> know. But like everyone else is freaking out, so I'm like, oh, I must be a big deal. But I don't know. You know I don't know who I don't he know is. Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> I just know he's—he says things I'm not allowed to, and <laughs> that's that's very, how, you know. That's
1: very true. We always have. So
0: that's uh, that's kind of where you go. Like you're just a kid. You don't know. And then when you grow older, you kind of resent the attention because I think you're like well that's my dad you don't get to have him and then mm-hmm. I think after a while I mean I've come to the place where I'm like oh it's so cool that so many other people get to know how cool he was you know Yeah, that is so true. that's that's the benefit
1: but no People don't understand that it usually takes around 10 years to really become a good comedian.
0: Yeah. So I just time. hit 10 years so a couple months ago. You did good. And <laughs> so, uh, so I'm almost really funny.
1: But it does it takes so to it's, have that yeah. as a burden along with you you don't really you haven't really honed your craft honed sure. your craft yeah. yet. Yeah. It's like put a lot of pressure on you I
0: would say. Sure. I mean uh people would come to shows and be like I mean, what's fun now is people being at shows and being like, we used to hear you 10 years ago on the radio, mm-hmm. and boy, you are really funny now, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like well, that's I, great. W- that's w- what happened was, like... You know, I would get airtime, but mostly they were just making fun of me because I wasn't that funny. Oh, okay. So, like, the joke was at my expense at first. And then I started to get funny enough to actually just be on the show as, like, a funny person. And then, you know, after 10 years of comedy, like, I've built a little career for myself. Uh, No question So things are going well, you know.
1: How did you—when—how old were you when you decided, you know what, I want to be a stand-up comedian?
0: Well, I— you know, what's cool is my dad took me to see comics all the time. And, mm-hmm. and I, I saw Stephen Wright when I was like, oh, I again, Stephen. I was like, like 13 or 14 or something where you don't really get everything. So I he he's this one-liner deadpan joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just installed a skylight in my apartment. The people who live above me are furious. <laughs> it's amazing writing. It is great. And so, but I met him. I thought like, this is really funny. But then I met him. You know, at the meet and greet with my dad, and he's like, you know, looking at this little 12 year old kid, he goes, right. Hey, do you have fun? I go, I have a question. Are you on drugs? You know? And <laughs> well, he just kind of laughed at me and he goes, Oh, that. no, I'm not on drugs. And then I met him a few years later. I was like 16. I was like, I don't know if you remember this, but a couple years ago, he's like, I know exactly who you are. He's <laughs> like, Oh, no. Are you on drugs? But man? I mean, that's like, so those little things combined with like watching The Tonight Show with my dad every day was like mm-hmm. a bonding experience, you know? Yeah. Because that was what he watched to sort of prepare for his show. Right. And, uh, and so, like, so doing those things and then what happened was I gave a speech at my brother's wedding and it was pretty funny according to everyone else mm-hmm. and I blacked out. I don't remember what <laughs> happened, but I had like elements of comedy. Like there was a rule of three and a callback just from instinct, I guess. Yeah. And then after that, I got laid off from my job and uh, I was at a marketing agency. It was 2008. Oh, okay. yeah. So everyone was getting laid off from yeah. their job oh, yeah. and, uh, and, so I remember sitting at my computer looking at the window. It was like one of those six sunny days we get in Seattle. And I was like, I don't want to sit at this computer for the rest of my life. And then they laid me off like two weeks later. And I was like, whoever was listening, I, I would totally <laughs> take this paycheck for a little bit longer. It's not what I meant. Yeah. But after that, you know, luckily I had a, a father that I think, um, and I wonder what your opinion on this is. I think from because his dad told him like you're never gonna make any money spinning records oh yeah and so i think he was trying to push me like get a stable job get benefits and entertainment is really tough and but then i think after that he was kind of like you know what what am i doing this is what my dad did to me yeah and so he goes and so he goes you know what try everything and Mm. then you're closer to finding a thing you do like if you do something you hate and so he goes, you know, you did that speech, and it was pretty funny. Why don't you try an open mic night? And I thought, like, sure. I, you know. And then I went up, and immediately I was like, this is amazing. I like this. You yeah, know? Oh, yeah. And I told my dad, I go, hey, I'm going to go do an open mic. Do you want to come? And he goes, you got plenty of time to suck. And uh, so <laughs> well, he didn't come for three months, and which was – he should have waited nine years. But, um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so he's been very supportive throughout, and luckily I had unemployment at the time because I got laid off from my job. So, uh, as my dad called it, the Obama Comedy Scholarship. (laughs) So um, I basically (laughs) used that for my first two years of my career and uh, paid my rent and bills with that and then tried to tell some jokes and then made a living.
1: You know, that's very common, though, because I I was sitting in New York. I was living in New York doing voiceover, and my wife called and said we're going to have Andy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I said, Well, I can't really we can't raise a kid in Manhattan, It's right. not going to work. The phone rang, and it was Dave Hamilton from KQRS calling me say Hey, you want to come back and do the morning show? I said, I, Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. We can raise our kid in, in Minnesota. He goes, You got to stay at least six months. And I said, Yeah, I could probably stay for about six months. And now, 34 years later, yeah, but I remember my agent at the time when I told him I was going back to Minneapolis to do radio, they go radio yeah you make that in one day what you're gonna make there in a year yeah but it's like no it all worked out just fine. Yeah, you know? absolutely, it did. So there always is, whether it's your father, your grandfather, your agent, your cousin. Your There's brother.
0: someone telling you, you know, yep. I get YouTube comments all the time, like you suck and you're. Ten-. <laughs> this guy left <laughs> me a comment too, that know. was really funny. That was like, uh he called me like Sir Slobbers a lot, and I was like, wow, you're really focused on how wet my mouth is. Like that's very <laughs> Sir interesting. A yeah, lot. he just kept making fun of me and like giving me weird nicknames and.
1: I don't get what you don't slobber.
0: I don't. I don't think. I think I do, but uh, <laughs> I but apparently so uh, well you you, suck at, you, suck uh, <laughs> you just haven't got me on the right uh, words. I, I guess I, I had a right speech word. impediment as a as a child, I had uh, a lisp. But You uh, did? Uh yeah. I've overcome it. Thing? Mm, I don't know. You know what I think it was is my teeth were messed up, and then once I got oh, braces, yeah, yeah, they put them in the right area, yeah. and then you're like, oh, it doesn't make that sound anymore. <laughs> it's really funny.
1: Yeah, people don't know that, but most speech impediments come from your genetics because – like the people who say riddle instead yeah. of little. Yeah. It's because they come from generally Slavic territory. Sure. where they talk in yeah. the back of their tongue. Yeah. it's. It,
0: yeah. I was watching a thing on that. You know, certain so languages, you know, Asian, Asian people tend to have a harder time pronouncing R's because it's just not a sound that right. is in their right. uh, yep. language or whatever. Yep. So then, so then when you realize, like, you have to train your tongue to make all these weird noises, and the same way that we try to pronounce whatever is in... You know, yeah, I'm not
1: good at Japanese or Japanese. Yeah, or like you know, <laughs> I'm not good at that it's the at
0: same all. thing. It's like you know, Arabic words sound scarier because we just don't know how to pronounce half of them. You know, well, they kind of do go Aah! yeah, right? Yell a lot, yeah, they do. And the know, Germans yell. are yellers. Uh You gotta Germans watch out are... for the yellers. I tell you that yeah, they sound like an angry bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, they've again. tried to uh, dominate the world a couple times. <laughs> yeah, they
1: have. I can't remember his name, but he was a blond German guy many years ago. And the only joke I ever heard him tell, and I don't know if his career ever went anywhere, but he comes out and he goes, "A lot of people told me you're charming, you can't do stand-up com- comedy. It's not going to work. So let me try this joke. Take my wife. I command you." <laughs> and I thought it was a pretty good joke, you know? but I never saw him again. So maybe yeah. other maybe. people didn't think that it was
0: Maybe it didn't funny. work out as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have favorites of mine that I slip into a show, but. Uh, but yeah, sometimes the audience feedback is important.
1: I think so. I think it's probably true. But I, obviously, you're you're too in.
0: Yeah, things are going. I saw. So I put out a dry bar comedy special. This is yeah, like I saw this. Uh, it's it like terrific. Netflix for Mormons. Um, <laughs> uh, this whole company started a website because the Mormon religion. I don't know if you know too much about it, but it's like a, there's not a lot of fun involved. You can't have like drugs or uh, caffeine or underwear or something like that, and so no special underwear, right? You, so you, you got to have the special. You got to get right. the required required underwear. <laughs> and uh, so they invented like a Netflix where they can edit out offensive parts of TV oh, shows. Yeah. Yep. So like if you want to watch Game of Thrones but you don't want any nudity, you have a drop down menu where you select no nudity and then you oh. watch the other 13 minutes of Game <laughs> yes. of Thrones. So it's very exciting. <laughs> it's a lot of nudity. Yeah. In Game of so Thrones. they uh, mm-hmm. they put this show. So they put they they kept getting sued by Disney, because um, oh, they're like you can't steal our thing, our movies that's our property True. and they're like well, who else can we take advantage of and then comedians came up okay, and so okay. they started filming these clean comedy specials and uh, they they went viral on the on on the internet which is really cool so my special is like 15 million views now and uh 15 million yeah. That's phenomenal. yeah well that just means 15 people have scrolled past it a and facebook times. counts it as a okay. as a view so i don't think that's true i don't know it's it's great <laughs> but I uh know. yeah but it's it's awesome so that's been a big help for me
1: yeah well say, i that, i that makes total sense to me though that that the people would do that i mean you're a very funny guy no question you're first of all i really like your attitude about the fact that because I had no idea you were Bob. Sure, when yeah, you came yeah, in. There, yeah, you know a lot of people named Rivers. Sure, uh, yeah. But I, did I mean, why would you
0: do research or you know? Oh, no, I'm not, I'm oh, I don't do
1: any of that. <laughs> I, I'm one guy. I have no idea what the hell I'm going to talk about every morning.
0: I have you, because no you broadcast from your house, so you just roll out of bed and yeah, uh, I roll out of bed. Now you yeah. know I don't want to be here. You might have to show up to the studio now that no one, everyone knows where your house is on the internet. Thank yeah. you, yeah. thank you so <laughs> much, so sir. That's a,
1: that's a great tip, Andrew. Thank you for that a lot. But no, it's, it's uh, you know, you keep rolling through and yeah. life is grand. And I, I just really, that part of my job, what you did today, just by coming in and, and making that connection, I didn't know it was your dad, sure. I was your dad. I loved that it about this fun. business. It was
0: great. It's just that doesn't happen in yeah, other businesses, yeah, yeah. you know?
1: And then all of a sudden he calls in and it's like, oh <laughs> yeah Yeah. It was phenomenal. It was
0: great. It was a great time.
1: It was a great time. But, you know, it is very, very lucky uh, and I'm, just, I'm not basing your career on luck at all, but sure. it was lucky to have met Christopher. He is one of the funniest guys yes. on earth.
0: I mean, you could not ask for a better person. I mean, here's what happened: right. is I still have this clip on YouTube because I saved it. But uh, I told a joke, and it 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 was a bad joke, and um, and uh, so nobody laughed. And uh, dead air on radio is much more uncomfortable than in real life. You know? Yeah. So for like. For what felt like 45 seconds, but really just three seconds of Mm -hmm. silence because nobody laughed where there was supposed to be laughter. (laughs) You know, you go, Wazinga! And then everyone's like, um, okay. So then Titus sort of gave me like a lecture, like a a 90 seconds, like, all right, look, if you're going to do comedy, here's how you write jokes. And he... He goes, this isn't funny because talking about comedy is not funny. But he sat me down and just gave me like a two-minute speech on how to write jokes. And so from day one, I've had Christopher Titus's sort of comedy mentorship as like pinned on my wall. Like, all right, well, that's the goal. Because he would would say like every sentence is a setup for a punchline. You want every joke to basically be a one-liner. If you're telling a 10-minute story, it should have jokes the whole way through, right? You're right. And so – when you're, you know, I was like six years into comedy and I'm getting pretty good, but I'm like, am I that? Like, that's impossible, you know? And then I would sit down and go, I'm going to watch one of his specials. And if he's not following no, his right, own, of a, right, right. and then I go, oh yeah, he's really, apparently he's really good. He's <laughs> okay. You know? It. And then you go, okay, I still have a lot of work to do, you know? And so that's been really helpful to me to have that guidance and and of course uh, you know uh, Richard Lewis has come through the show and, you know all those guys that just come by and and Billy Gardell was very sweet to me another great yeah guy. so Pittsburgh boy you know you get all those guys that are that are the old guys that are that still care mm-hmm. is important because there's some bitter comics you know maybe you've met a few really? but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean there's right? bitter radio guys I won't mention your name but no, uh, I was just- but there's I just don't you know, mention my name, yeah. damn
1: it. <laughs> So we got to take a break. Be yeah. right back. Two minutes more with. Andrew Rivers at Rick Bronson House Comedy. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow, 7 o'clock on Sunday night as well. Back in two minutes. More with Andrew right after this. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house.
3: Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindall Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home.
1: into Ozzy today apparently Likes hey. Ozzy today my, was so, my
0: childhood hero it was so fun <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right to watch him put a garbage bag in a garbage can oh
0: it was
1: funny <laughs> <laughs> I, wait, 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 wait.
2: I think it took him 20 minutes I think it did yes yeah. it
1: took him was was like Sharon ch- it was a good Sharon ch- was a garbage can, Sharon
2: it was a good chunk of the episode watching him try to yeah. unravel a garbage bag
1: unravel the garbage bag but Got
2: he's Ozzy what can you do hell of a guy actually yeah
1: and Jack's a nice kid, too, actually. Yeah. To tell you the truth. But yeah, I mean, this whole situation now, we were just talking about uh andrew just uh brought up politics and we had a great discussion and it lasts about 45 seconds which is what i talk about Ther- <laughs>
0: that's you what know. you that's where you want to keep political discussions to about 45 seconds and then it, and, yeah. it, and it goes racist either way right yeah pretty much yeah, yeah
1: to me it's could you all just shut up and do your job yeah Let's, it would be wonderful
0: be nice. yeah that would be good and uh and we just want a little more facts and logic involved you know and uh
1: well, obviously, you know who Elon Omar is because she's famous. Yeah. All over now, Olan, uh, Omar is my congressperson. Sure. I live in her district. Yeah, yeah, Right, and I get the feeling she doesn't really give a rat's ass about that. Uh, and she made a statement yesterday. I find one of the most obnoxious statements I've ever heard from a. It's not that she a democrat. I'm not a democrat yeah, or a republican. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? So I, I don't care. Sure, sure. She well, said I just
0: if, I want to. I if this is where I think it is because I there was a video that was uh, edited. Heavily that that people are all up in arms about. So oh, this was a quote. She okay.
1: said that this situation between Donald Trump and I will be a defining moment in American history. Oh, okay. Let's not say things like it sounds a little arrogant, there, Elon.
0: <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, but also representation is important to minorities. You know, in yeah, movies right, and in right. and. Regardless of whether he thought Obama was an effective or good president, uh, just the fact that he was able to become president. Now, oh, great. You yeah, can, now minorities everywhere can go, you know, it is possible. Well, not J.B. Not sure, right. sure. I mean, it's a little late for you. And and, <laughs> and the criminal record probably doesn't help. To... What, the lack of a criminal yeah, record? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. They need uh, at least a couple felonies and a couple bodies in the trunk. But, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that this this just whole situation is a defining moment because what's amazing now is we're able to communicate with each other so much easier. It's not that we haven't been this divided; it's just now we all have Facebook to post on. That's the whole. So, as far as I'm um, yeah. so, but I think if we all kind of just empathetically talked with one another, we would find out that we would all kind of want the same things, you I know. Think so, that's true, so yeah. I so I generally think like again going back to you know, she had the quote about, uh, you know, oh, Arabic words are scary, you know, and it's like, it's not that big of a deal, yeah, you know, right. just because you don't know how to pronounce it or whatever. Yeah. So uh, so I think that that, you know, this is the first Muslim probably representation in in Congress, and so that that is going to be a defining moment. And so, mm-hmm. especially when we have um, a president who has um, maybe been less than... Um, uh, sensitive towards minorities so or, or anybody for them. sure <laughs> absolutely donald's not too sensitive he's not too happy with anybody really I, i've talked to donald a couple of times oh and, really oh yeah oh absolutely. amazing not since he's been president sure i mean yeah but i mean on the show that's yeah that's interesting yeah we we talk, it'd be fun uh, to pull up those tapes i bet
1: well he knew everything about me that was real it was weird Andrew, yeah because it yeah. was when art of the deal came out in, okay in paperback yeah and we had him on the show and he goes hey tom how you doing? Yeah, saw so your ratings are phenomenal. Yeah, how's Catherine? How's yeah, she's doing really well. Yeah, how about Andy and Alex? Are they yeah. doing well. Yeah. He knew everything. Uh-huh. About. He has good people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, he had good. Yeah. People. Absolutely. Because he didn't know anything about me, but they did. Sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, that's what I mean. Again, it you're talking amazing. phenomenal ratings. You're yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah. You know what <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I mean? That's all. He's looking it. at numbers, and he's that's going, "CNN, he's your number terrible. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. You're awful. Get away. That's all. He's you know he's a numbers guy. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. So, yeah, so anyway, I think I think however you feel, it is a defining moment because you know, not that there's a civil war, but you're gonna have to pick sides in this pretty you know because they're they're very extreme on on either side. It seems yeah. like there's no, not a lot right. of people that's taking right. middle ground anymore, and so um uh, I think again, regardless how you feel about omar or or a o c, they are provocative, and they are. Uh, I mean, this is the most uh, I've watched of Congress in yeah, in true. my lifetime, right? Because true, it yeah. used to be on C-SPAN, Channel 37 mm-hmm. or whatever. You flip past it to get to MTV. Right. And no one no <laughs> yeah, one, I, sit oh, back and watch right. C-SPAN and knew exactly. But now you can wake up and go, what's happening in Congress? And just look at your Twitter account and everyone is talking. The, every information you need. This is what's so frustrating about this current time is that on the same device that someone is trying to lie to you, you can look up the fact. <laughs> and people refuse to do that. Yeah, they right? just retweet yeah. whatever yeah. the person yeah. they sort of already decided they, they agree with.
1: You know, let me give you a perspective you might never may never have heard before. And, you know, J.B. can tell you this is the truth. But um, it's really funny because I grew up a Catholic kid in North Minneapolis, which is the yeah. poorest, most dangerous part of sure. th- this entire state. I went to school with black children, with right. Mexican children, with white kids, mm-hmm. with, you know, pretty much no age. There were no Asians sure. in our yeah, neighborhood. Yeah. That was about it. Yeah. So for me, for them to say, oh, we have a dialogue. We always had a dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ever since I was, Benny Cruchon was the first black kid I ever met. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he's no longer with us. But he and I... There was always dialogue. Yeah. I never cared what color sure. anybody was. Right. But when I talk about that, you know what, what the politicians do to me here? I'm a racist, mm-hmm. a homophobe, sure. and a sexist. Sure. I'm all those things yeah, yeah. because I treat everyone the same. Yeah, yeah, because that's how I grew up. Yeah, being, right.
0: Well, that's what's interesting is that's amazing that you had that experience. A lot of white America doesn't have that experience. I mean, yeah. I grew up in a small town where we had maybe three right. black kids in our whole school mm-hmm. and uh, and so when I got to downtown Seattle what a culture shock yeah. to find out yeah, like that's true. hey you know racism in the textbooks they go like ah oh, this was a long time ago and yeah. everything was fine <laughs> and right. it's all great now That's true. and then yeah. you move to Seattle and you make some friends of, of, of different persuasions and you go oh wow this is crazy I didn't know that a lot of this stuff was still going on you know. JB
1: will tell you one of the problems he has in life is explaining it to people how I'm not racist. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's very really funny. <laughs> I mean, spent years when I was on the years. show, yeah. on the morning show, spent years talking people off the ladder and mm-hmm. out of the tree or whatever. Like, <laughs> no, I said, off the mall. Uh, yeah, it's like, well, and I eventually got to a point, it's like, well, you don't have a lot of confidence in me. And they go, well, well what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And so basically, what you're saying, I'm an idiot. Yeah. If that's the
0: case, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You're gonna hang out with this guy guy. just because he gives you a job, right?
2: Or you know, I'm gonna hang out with a racist? Yeah, exactly. Probably
0: not. I, I mean, I will so.
1: tell you, you know, I do the show from home. So sure. I, I didn't know he's black. Uh, so, what's yeah. I like, well, <laughs> uh,
0: well, that's well. why he got fired. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. Well, look, he's black. Forget uh, it. Can, uh, well, who who it. let
1: this guy in the building? See, to me, so that that what they're talking about now, to me. Because most 60 of, I mean, even
0: old. the city is still very segregated, right? I mean, you drive by, this is the yeah. no go zone. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is the yeah. North Minneapolis. You don't go over there, right? That's and very then, uh, right, you go to Milwaukee, and they basically go, these are the intersections of the freeway and don't go <laughs> it's on that, that side it's true. so like you know we are still we're we're seeing each other in public still working and stuff like that but we're not necessarily interacting as much right still no it's very so true. um and and also like we've still come i mean again a lot of this is like 50 years we're looking at 50, like 50 years, to yeah. 60 years yeah, are like you know women couldn't vote and like Name, yeah, doesn't so know like, they can now. yeah. So, like, yeah. Uh, so, don't tell her that. Don't tell so, her. She uh, can vote now. Your opinion still doesn't matter. <laughs> but, uh, but, so for for that for the time we've come in a short period of time this is remarkable. Yeah, I agree. And that's that great. True. And so I think we, we if we focus on the progress, that's pretty good, and that gives me hope for the future. And yeah. the fact is that this may be a rough time to go through, but I think it's necessary that we're having these conversations in the open.
1: I just don't want it to get to where it was when I was a teenager in the 60s and they started killing everyone, right. like Martin Luther King, and right. JFK, and Matthew and right. Bobby Kennedy. Yes. I don't, I we don't need that again.
0: Absolutely. Oh, and then horrible. Tupac and Biggie, and then... <laughs> well, that was their own <laughs> yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, you know... <laughs> I found out Tupac was black, too, and I, <laughs> I, I got no idea. His <laughs> I, yeah,
1: I can't have these records <laughs> in my house. <laughs> I tell you what, California Love is still one of my favorite songs of all Great time. Great song, I absolutely. love that song, man. But it's kind of weird that the people draw these opinions. I don't have an opinion of anybody I've never met because I don't know them. Right. So what I hear from other people means nothing to me.
0: Yeah. So care. this was the uh, with Mrs. Omar that the clip uh, like Marco Rubio retweeted it, but it was very it's very doctored because they're doing an interview and they oh, go, "What yeah. do you say to people that say, you know, we should?" Crack down on Muslims and terrorism. And she's like, well, uh, statistically, uh, white men have committed more domestic terrorist incidents in the last five years than any other. So why aren't we making laws against white men? You know in America? Yeah. So, like, she's talking about, like, yeah, you know, industry. even the FBI director came out and said, yeah, the last hundred or so have been uh, white nationalists inspired. Mm-hmm. I got a tip-off yeah. for her, though. Yeah. There are a lot
1: more white people here than right. there are anybody else. So just yeah. by numbers. I know, right. But, but they but, don't but, ever talk about right. that. Right. But, but
0: but again, if we're judging the numbers and going like, statistically, uh, white guys have committed more violent acts in the last few years than Muslims in America, right? And we're talking yeah. about in yeah, protecting Americans. No, that's true. So you go like, why aren't we? Ma- it's because we're we think that they're different and we're still a little scared because we didn't grow up necessarily mm-hmm. around them. Not you, obviously, but like, no, but no, just most people don't have that. So I, you just need, to, you know, yeah. if you just. I met a friend. One of my really good friends is on uh, America's Got Talent right now, and he's oh, okay. got a disability where uh, past his elbows, his arms are a little bit mutated, and uh, and so, you know, From the I was bottom. Hey, I hope. Yeah, and so I was. Well,
1: What's that on the bike? said from his elbow Yeah, like from elbows. the bottom.
0: Yeah, no, no, oh, from the you. bottom down. This wouldn't work. So he's this got, yeah, yeah. Okay. so he's got like his fingers. He's basically got like one and a half fingers on oh, each yeah, hand yep, or something. Yep, I see, yeah. So, um, he's a really funny guy. Uh, Ryan Neemiller, uh, cripple threat on, on all, all his stuff. But, uh, but I was, like, hanging out with him, and I'm, like... Did you like, say cripple threat? That's his uh, that's Instagram. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's really funny. That's phenomenal. He's great. He's very I funny love guy. that. So, but, you know, you... Like, we get to hang out, and we're, like, having lunch at this comedy festival, and I I kind of, like, laugh, and I go, like, you're really good with your hands for how little of hands you have, you know? Right. And I, and he goes, yeah, you learn how to eat if you want to survive, you yeah, know? And I go, yeah. That's it's and I'm, like, of course I've never thought about that because i don't this is my first handicapped friend that i've made you know you just have theory. to go out and, and not be afraid to kind of look like an idiot and go hey i'm kind of dumb you don't like, know. how do you survive you know you don't,
1: you don't know and absolutely
0: yeah not. so it's great
1: no i think it's what you're talking about is the way people should approach it sure if you've not been through it before you yeah. have every right to not know what the hell you're doing exactly so everybody could just. So, say, you know, just have a and
0: conversation come. and meet some people, yeah. and then and then call them all assholes. Which I do anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, we get how that works. You yeah. know. <laughs> we
1: get how that works. Yeah, I don't think it's anywhere near as bad or severe as everybody thinks. Right, it is. I think
0: it's just now it's yeah. all in the open. Oh, exactly. Imagine if Facebook was around in 1975. Oh, oh God. You know? Cause then it's like right now it's like we well, got a racist grandpa that calls them Orientals, but you know. <laughs> I still. But don't back see. in the day, it was yeah. like the, you know the words were much worse, and they weren't scared to use them. So you know, the
1: first time that, that that ever came up that Oriental is a, is kind of a racist word. Was because the Japanese and, and Chinese Chinese were not getting along. Sure, yeah, it's like, yeah. don't call us all Oriental. Yeah, old. yeah, it's interesting. It isn't like that at all.
0: It's fascinating. I again, I had no idea that Japanese <laughs> and Chinese people did not uh, like each other that much. They you don't, know? and
1: Koreans though, right? Whole, and it, the whole, I, I
0: thought it was like yeah. you guys are all, but again, that's I, what everybody. Know, know. I don't know. I didn't know. I'm a white guy with three black kids in my entire high school yeah, I know. so how am i gonna and then the one asian guy is like i've lived here my whole life i don't know anything you know <laughs> is asian okay is yeah i think, think so cuz yeah. they're from Asia. Yeah, they're okay cuz i've heard
2: that some of them take offense well you
0: got okay. i here's the deal if someone if i'm talking to somebody and they go hey i prefer you know it's same with like someone's pronoun if they go hey i prefer they people need to catch like, okay that's of fine what they want yeah be that'd called. be great yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mom uh, calls me asshole, so that's uh, Your mom and my what I've mom gone have gone to. We have the same nickname same growing nickname up. That's really great.
1: I need you, young man, to call into the show once in a while.
0: Oh, absolutely. That would be great. I,
1: this make what you're saying makes sense.
0: I Thank you. You're very
1: young, and you understand <laughs> that we haven't been through this yet, yeah. so everybody calm down. Yeah, just calm down. I have. JB has. Yeah. But other people have. I JB think that's what
0: my rules. whole show is like. If everyone would just calm down a little bit. Love it. You know, just... Love it. Uh, the hyperbole is, is not helping, no. but again, uh, that's what gets people riled up and in the voting booths. And uh, and that's right, what's right. frustrating. And I, and I go to, you know, maybe like for me to vote in Washington, I fill out a paper thing and I mail it three days yeah, after the election. Yeah, do I don't even know too. what's going on, do you know, too. but some States, my friends have to wait in line for six hours to mm-hmm. vote. And the, I guarantee I'm a very concerned citizen. I pay attention. If I had to wait six hours to vote on a monorail or whatever, I'd be like, "Get out of here! I'm not. I'm not voting for this thing."
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Rivers. Is there we
0: go. At- I solved all the world's problems you did. in 15 minutes. And it was wonderful. Thank or you. 45, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever.
1: It was. But in any case, tonight, two shows. Tomorrow night, two shows. A Sunday night show at 7 o'clock as well. Rick Brown's House Comedy. Great to meet you. Hey, and thanks I, And I'm so much. serious. Yeah. Reach out once I a while. will, absolutely. I'd love to talk to you I'll about find
0: you. On, are you on Facebook? Or are you are you not. posting about the Orientals on Facebook? <laughs> yes, you know the Orientals. you got to watch out. You know,
1: I saw a Negro <laughs> yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah Tell
0: you what, I'll just that. look up your phone number on, yeah, just on the internet. I'll give you the phone number uh, before you leave. But probably not on you <laughs> Thanks, I
1: will take a break. Be back.